apart from having very well-defined objectives as far as what you'd like to achieve, one best practice that we see um, missing a lot of the time is just to have, again, that baseline in as far as what are we looking to achieve, but also how are we doing today? Welcome to The New HR, a podcast for HR professionals who strive for more than just compliance and paperwork. We believe that HR is at the heart of any organization, so our show is all about meaningful conversations with HR tech founders and high performers who are driving change in the industry. From employee journeys to HR platforms and wellness in the evolving corporate world, we cover it all. Now, here's your host, Mark Jackson. Hello, I'm Mark Jackson. I'm the host of The New HR, and today we have a very interesting show for you. We have Aaron Carr from Carrot Performance, and Aaron will share a little bit about your background, but he's been in the rewards and loyalty space for a very long time, working for many iconic uh, brands and properties, and we'll probably forget more about loyalty marketing than I'll ever know. But uh, anyway, so I'd like to, to welcome you to the show, Aaron. Welcome. Good morning. It's great to be here. So can you just share a few things about your background and kind of what has brought you to where we are today? Of course, of course. Yeah, it's um, it's been an interesting journey these last 20 plus years. I started my career straight out of university uh, working for the Canadian Air Miles program. And to be fair, I wasn't even a marketing major per se. It was uh, a minor that I was doing. And I happened to learn about a growing organization from a neighbor. She was a senior executive at the time uh, named uh, Air Miles. And of course, not really being a big consumer at uh, that age, I wasn't too familiar with what the program was about. But uh, a few months later, found myself in a starting role there. And I spent uh, I spent the next six years at Air Miles uh, largely in the business development area. And then from there, um, took a little reprieve from the corporate world for a few months to focus on uh, learning French. And when I came back, I, I was reading the news one day and saw that the Aeroplan program was being spun off from Air Canada. I thought, wow, this just sounds so interesting, uh, sort of a, a startup in the uh, customer loyalty space. You know, I, I wonder if there are any opportunities to, you know, continue my career there and wrote being in business development, thought I would just write the person who was in the uh, featured in the article, who at the time was the CEO of uh, Aeroplan. I was still a pretty, you know, young person in my career, pretty, you know, wet behind the ears, pretty naive and pretty much just thought I could write my own script at any time of day. So wrote him, just said, I'd really love to come work for your organization. And a few months later, I found myself uh, at Aeroplan. Um, and during my time there, I, I stayed there for a number of years. I transitioned into more of a product uh, role and uh, grew very intrigued with developing new ways in which uh, members of that program could use their miles uh, for various products and services, got into merchandise, experiences, and then into different ways in which miles could be exchanged for different types of flight rewards. And at a certain point along that journey, it's just I got bitten by the entrepreneurial bug, as I guess so many people do at some point in their career, and had an idea, thought, I've really got to work on this, and spent a few months sort of developing <clears throat> sort, of a, sort of the concept for uh, what I th 
back then was terming like a gamification platform for the loyalty industry, mm. uh, where I kind of envisioned that I'd help loyalty programs become more, I'd help their experience become more digital and more fun. And so I launched a small agency. We were called Friendify. And long story short, did that for a few years and along and basically uh, worked with a number of large organizations, uh, some of the big banks, some of the big airlines, uh, including American Airlines, Air Canada, CIBC, and did all these kind of fun little projects, but they were little projects. And, and one day we got invited to bid on a piece of work where we um, we were told, okay, well, your approach of building these sort of little web applications that have some sort of a game mechanic aspect to them is really interesting. Um, there was a company in the US, in fact, the largest retail optical chain in the US was looking to implement something like that, but not for their customers. They wanted to motivate their employees mm -hmm. and they wanted to motivate their employees because they wanted more compliance with training. They wanted them to adopt very specific uh, you know, in-store behaviors to maximize sales and upsell and cross-sell and all this good stuff. And we uh, bid for the business uh, in partnership with another company and won the contract and built this, basically this web application that was to run this employee incentive program uh, based on what we'd been doing for uh, consumer programs in Canada and the U.S., and it went really, really well. Um, they experienced a huge increase in employee engagement with regards to their training programs, uh, with regards to the products and services that they wanted them to upsell and cross-sell. And that sort of shone the light on the opportunity to do something in the employee space where we could take what you know we learned from doing gamification, but combined with rewards, and that was really the inspiration for what became Carrot. And so in that last few minutes, I've kind of covered from the late 90s to the mid 2010s. So I've really kind of compressed a lot, but basically it's been a journey through um, sort of corporate life with some of the bigger uh, brands in the, um, uh, in the uh, loyalty space through to my own entrepreneurial journey, starting more or less as an agency and then uncovering the opportunity to build a product uh, in the employee rewards and recognition space, which uh, is now Carrot. Interesting. So you've seen it, definitely you've seen the industry from both sides of, of the desk. And you, so you, so you founded Carrot in 2016. That's right. So can you give us just a summary of, you know, what is Carrot, who's using the software and who gets the most value? Yeah, of course. So Carrot is a rewards and recognition uh, software predominantly designed for growing businesses, which we would, we would define as companies between 50 and 1,000 employees. Uh -huh. um, when we started working on the product as inspired by the mandate that we delivered for the large uh, retail optical chain that I described, um, we really saw an opportunity to work with the mid-market and in particular, not just the mid-market, but in fact, smaller businesses as well, who seem to be lacking, um, there were, they were underserved as far as the um, uh, software products and, and offerings around 
employee engagement, employee recognition and rewards. And so we thought, well, this would be a really interesting place to start. We're a small business ourselves. So we feel a certain degree of, you know, that we feel the struggle that our clients feel, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and we launched um, an initial version of Carrot, really, I guess it was back in 2017. The actual product that we have today was more or less launched a little bit later in 2018. And it was a product that was really looking to serve two needs within an organization. Um, first, to help companies just boost morale. And so that's fundamentally what recognition is about. It's about um, allowing companies to have the tools uh, or the toolkit, so to speak, through a software application where they can easily deploy some kind of a recognition program. Uh, what is that? Well, that's basically um, either a manager to employee or some kind of a peer to peer program or a combination of both where people can be uh, given a, um, a small reward for, you know, doing good, great work. And it doesn't have to be big accomplishments. In fact, uh, with uh, software like Carrot, we really encourage people to recognize small uh, achievements that may happen day to day or week to week to really help people feel a little more appreciated for uh, their contributions uh, within an organization. And so there's that morale piece. But on the other side, a lot of our clients also have um, the goal or the objective of motivating performance. And so it's not necessarily um, limited to, for example, people in a sales role. It could be people who are just frontline staff that you just want to motivate to show up on time or to take more shifts. Uh, it could be people in a corporate environment that you want to motivate to uh, comply with certain uh, programs or protocols or just to participate in things like wellness programs. And so there's also sort of this incentive capability within Carrot that is adjacent to the recognition capability where as a manager, you can launch little contests or campaigns um, that have rewards attached to them as well. <clears throat> and so, yeah, we've we sort of packaged together a, a suite of features largely oriented around those two capabilities. And um, the majority of our users are, in fact, small to mid-sized organizations with about an average of, let's say, 100 to 150 employees, mm-hmm. largely within North America, but we have increasingly a global footprint. Uh, where we have employees using our software in India and Asia, the South Pacific, Europe, South America, actually. And so as we grow, our footprint uh, globally grows as well. Is there a multi-language capability Yes, the platform? Yes. <clears throat> okay. We, um, like a lot of software products that get introduced in North America, of course, we started with English first quickly learned that having a multi-language capability would be uh, beneficial uh, for many of our uh, customers. And so we started introducing languages. Carrot is now available in English, French, and Spanish, um, and we'll be rolling out more languages within the next six to nine months. That's great. So you mentioned that kind of your core is the the SMEs, the 52,000 people, organizations, or teams. Um, just, Just for the people that haven't most people I assume have you know experienced points programs in some way shape or form on the consumer side but on the b2b internal side you know many people may not have uh 
engaged a reward or a loyalty program for their own team? And it may sound like a, you know, kind of a captain obvious question, but you know, how, how important is employee recognition in today's workspace? Can you give us just a summary of that and how it can benefit businesses? Of course. Yeah. So really employee recognition for us is a critical element within a larger employee experience strategy. So I think there are a couple of sort of interesting ways of looking at this because if you just want to talk about financial impact, you know, Gardner released a report in 2022 um, where they've determined that low employee engagement has about an $8 trillion impact on the U.S. economy annually. I mean, that's just gargantuan when you think about um, when you think about that in just strict monetary terms. And that's simply because employees who are not engaged are not as productive. Uh, they're not generating the same performance outcomes. They turn over more frequently. They're less likely to give good customer service. And as a consequence, they're less likely to produce loyal customers. And so there really is a long tail of very costly outcomes to poorly engaged employees. And so just as an underpinning, I would say that there's a very high degree of acknowledgement uh, within most industries that having happy and engaged employees is a critical part of any company's success. But more specifically in the last few years, you know, with people increasingly working from home, there's also a sense of a growing sense of disconnectedness. People mm -hmm. are trading off greater sort of liberty in how they conduct their workday, um, you know, being able to work from their home office and walk the dog in between meetings with also just not seeing colleagues as frequently and not having that hallway banter or that water cooler banter where they can explain, uh, exchange uh, pleasantries and where managers can, or people can just go up to their colleague, you know, tap them on the shoulder and say, thanks a lot. Great work. Um, and we hear about that a lot from our customers. In fact, that with hybrid work or with remote work, that there is this growing sense of disconnectedness or a lack of togetherness. Um, um, and of course, it's also a, a, a tough job market or rather it's a tight job market where there are something like 10 million open job positions in the US today. And not employers are unable to find the people to fill those positions. And so you take all of those different facets and um, a lot of organizations realize that they need to do as much as possible to attract and retain talent, to differentiate themselves, to create uh, a better employee experience. Um, but, you know, on a day-to-day -day level, um, a tool like Carrot, again, is really really being used for a couple of different things. So once you get beyond sort of the more strategic acknowledgement, okay, we need to have a total rewards program or, you know, really consider the the fullness of our employee experience. And that should include a whole number of different initiatives, including employee recognition. Really, our program is around helping to boost morale and helping to boost uh, productivity slash performance. And so morale uh, should show up in as far as improved NPS scores for the organization. It should show up as um, people, um, you know, uh, getting higher scores on their performance appraisals. Mm -hmm. uh, and from a performance perspective, you know, people completing specific or achieving specific outcomes 
more frequently than perhaps they they had uh, they had done in the past. Um, and it's it's interesting because with our software, um, you can deploy it without too much emphasis on the rewards. We really want to uh, because we're offering our product to SMEs. Um, we understand that they don't necessarily have huge budgets, and so right. Carrot is very flexible. We don't come with a, a a any sort of minimum expenditure. You don't have to issue tons of points to generate tons of reward spend. Those capabilities are absolutely there, and in our view, they contribute a very significant uh, degree to outcomes, um, uh, specific outcomes for our clients, but. Even if you're a smaller business and you just need a, a ready ability for your managers to dole out recognition to their staff so their staff feel more appreciated and to run the occasional little contest, absolutely great. You can do that with Carrot. Maybe you're a larger organization and you do have a significant rewards budget, great. You'll you'll achieve, you know, you'll be able to put the the points and the rewards to very good use because they will function as incentives to really mm -hmm. motivate people towards the outcomes that you're hoping to achieve. Cool. So it's interesting. Um, your, your platform definitely does seem like it has a, a walk run capability rather than you don't have to start it up full on in terms of points and full blown, which I guess partially is to, you know, introduce to organizations that haven't had a program before and try to in introduce that to the, the culture of, of, uh, saying thanks, even if it's not around the, uh, the water water cooler per se. And by the way, I haven't seen a water cooler in an office in a really long time, but uh, <laughs> everybody, have, everybody refers to in the office. We, yeah, we yeah, every, have a water cooler. So, but everybody <laughs> refers to it for sure. Um, so what, what are some of the common challenges businesses face when they're implement first implementing, you know, the recognition program? Can you give us a couple of the top examples and how, yeah. how to overcome them? Sure. Sure. I think so some of the challenges really have to do with an organization's readiness to implement a program. So keep in mind that you don't, it, even if you're implementing a program, it doesn't have to be that sophisticated to be effective. However, you should have a clear set of objectives. You should have a plan um, for how you're going to roll it out, how you're going to communicate it, how you uh, are going to get manager buy-in. Uh, because people managers are going to be critical to the success ultimately of your program. Mm -hmm. And you also want leadership to lead by example. Um, and so we, in the, in the instances where we see programs not implemented successfully, oftentimes they've underestimated the effort uh, around just, you know, putting together the objectives, putting together a communication plan, um, getting manager buy-in. There is some work to do up front and, and some level of ongoing work. And so they either are under-resourced or under-prepared to do that work, or they just haven't really thought through those steps particularly carefully. And so they'll put a program in place without clear objectives for why it's there or what it's really meant to achieve. So they they're starting without some sort of a benchmark or baseline against which they can measure their own success. Um, and they're not necessarily communicating it as, as effectively as they could internally, and they're not getting manager buy-in. So I think those are 
very important considerations. And again, they don't have to be like, we, we have customers who will implement programs in a matter of a week or two. Mm-hmm. So these are not necessarily, uh, depending on the, the size of the company and the, you know, the number of layers that you might have to work through, these are not necessarily the most complex things, but you do want clear objectives. Um, and we have some, you know, we have some uh, white papers that help our clients kind of uh, read through this stuff and even sort of we even sort of serve up like here are different types of objectives here are some examples so think about which ones you're aiming for and what that means for how you're implementing your program and think about how you're going to be communicating it and how you're going to be rolling it out particularly with people managers um, one of the things that we feel most often leads to success is frequency over value, let's say. And what I mean by that is uh, your employees should have uh, a reasonable degree of uh, frequent touch points with your program. The more often they interact with the recognition program, the more meaningful it will be, the more top of mind it will be in their work lives. So it's not necessarily that you know there are one or two touch points during the year with a big re- potential reward attached. That's nice, but that's more of the reward programs like precedence trophy or the CEO award that we know from the previous generation of award programs. And that's great, but only a select few people will really be motivated by those because there is a single award. It happens once a year and it may have a very attractive trophy value attached to it, but it doesn't really do much for the other 99% of the organization that feels you know ineligible. So in order for a recognition program to be successful, you really want to democratize it as much as possible, mm. have managers really take advantage of it, and encourage frequent recognition. Um, and as I say that, of course, uh, those who are somewhat cynical might say, well, he wants people to just spend more on points, and that's not necessarily it. We actually don't necessarily advocate that a recognition come with a huge reward attached. It can come with a, like a micro uh, award like a small number of points that really have, uh, you know, individually not a ton of value, um, but over time can you know uh, if if the employee continues to be recognized and continues to earn points, like in a consumer program, they can then spend those points on something quite interesting. And I'll often use that as an analogy where you know we talked about air miles and aeroplan earlier in the in the conversation. If you think about those programs. Air miles is a nice example. You don't earn that many points when you go to the grocery store or to the pharmacy. You get, you know, 10 or 20 points. That's great. That's not really worth a lot in dollar value, but it feels meaningful in the moment. And you know that you're accumulating towards a larger uh, reward, uh, whether that's six months from now, a year from now, or even two years from now. Okay. That's great. Can you, um, is there is there one specific story or case study that you can share with us? And you, you don't have to name the company if if uh, you know call them ABC Technology or something like that. Um, that you know has kind of uh, seen seen positive results that that you'd like to share. Sure, sure. Well, I think there are a couple of examples um, that come to mind. So we have uh, one client uh, they're they're based in Europe and it's funny we got them very early in our journey and so been with us a number of years now and they had been doing recognition internally but offline meaning that some poor HR manager was um, 
largely running a program probably with spreadsheets and email. And they had very low, they would survey their employees. Employees would still say recognition is largely absent from our work lives. So they would give the organization very poor ratings uh, on that front. And when questioned about the program experience itself, they would rate that very poorly. And when they implemented Carrot, suddenly they had, you know, software that everyone has access to whenever they, whenever they want. Um, it's easy to use. It's transparent. Uh, it's real time, and their ratings for their program um, before and after there was a 15x difference where people's um, acceptance and approval ratings, so to speak, of the program essentially just jumped. Um, they went from essentially feeling that the program was, for lack of a better way of describing it, perhaps a bit of a waste of time to something that was quite meaningful and uh, fun to use. And so again, this was something that happened very early in their journey. So that's a, a case study that we've had for a number of years now. Um, we have uh, another client um, in another part of the world in the South Pacific, actually, that was running some incentives uh, with a sales team, um, an enterprise sales team. And again, this is a bit of a, we, we sort of straddle those two sides where we have the recognition side and then the incentive side. And so this is a little bit more of an incentives case study. And in this case, what they were spending was, so this is, um, um, this example really touches on the fact that software can really save you a lot of headaches and a lot of time. We had a manager who was struggling to oversee the incentives program and was spending, um, I think, multiple days a week just coordinating with employees for their incentives uh, in terms of just actually coordinating the, the here's how much you get, what do you want to spend it on, and then the fulfillment of the reward. And with the introduction of Carrot, they compressed that. They, they experienced a 75% reduction in uh, administrative work associated with the program. Because simply put, the software brought automation to all of their previous workflows. And so they just fell in love instantly where they were able to continue with an existing a, a sort of incentives initiative that they had been previously running, but they were able to do it um, with so much more efficiency and again, with uh, a much better uh, let's say employee experience where the employee could just through our software select their reward. I mean, it's like a digital marketplace. You can go in and say, I have X number of points. I'm going to get this a reward and maybe that reward and they're sent to you instantly. Um, and so it was taking something that was largely offline and incredibly time consuming from an administrative standpoint to something that was online and pretty much immediate or, or real time in terms of how it functions. Yeah. You mentioned earlier, uh, managing a program on spreadsheets and I've been there before and it's, it made me shiver when you started talking about it again, because, you know, yeah. it's, it's just so, uh, so onerous in terms of, uh, of doing it like that. But, uh, well, I think a lot, so I'm not sure of the exact percentage, cause I don't know that we've done this analysis in terms of our, 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 our incoming customers, but I'd say probably a third to maybe slightly more than a third have an existing uh, program in place, but it's manual in nature. And right. because they're a growing organization, they're getting to the point where they simply can't support it 
uh, any longer because there's some poor person in the human resources department who is coordinating and managing the program um, and they have no you know they have no systems to do that so they're tracking everything in a spreadsheet all the communication is by email um, and at some point that person starts to pull their hair out and look for solutions so that they can actually um, save those administrative headaches and get back to their their core responsibility yes most organizations who run these programs manually it's not that person's core job description to be the coordinator for a recognition program and so we're often asked like how much time is this going to save and obviously it varies case by case because it depends on how you're doing things previously versus you know how they're going to be with carrot but quite oftentimes there are such significant time reductions that afterwards once you have carrot the occasional bit of administration that you need to do is is so inconsequential by comparison. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, so how does how does the program help to foster, uh, or how does Carrot help to foster uh, a culture of employee engagement and uh, motivation at an organization? Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of so in a couple of different ways with our software. One of the things that we want to help our clients do is to really create a program tailored to their objectives. And so as a software product, Carrot is highly configurable. Um, and one of the ways in which it's configurable is our clients can create badges to represent their core values or to create other themes uh, within their program. There's no sit limit on the number of badges you can create. So if you have five core values, wonderful, create five core value badges. Uh, but if you have other initiatives from time to time that you want to visualize and represent with a badge, you can do that as well. And so one of the ways in which um, uh, our software en better enables organizations to, to improve morale and foster a culture of recognition is to really let people have that sort of highly customized experience where, you know, one of our core values might be, uh, you know, teamwork and collaboration. And so you've helped me with a project. I feel inspired to recognize you and to include that uh, teamwork and collaboration badge with my recognition so that you kind of collect that. You can almost sort of see that in your virtual trophy case within Carrot, that that's one of the things you've been recognized for. Basically shows up on your profile as something that you've been recognized for by a colleague. And so people kind of wear those virtually with some degree of pride because it's not just about the extrinsic uh, incentive, the like the extrinsic value of the incentive where, yes, it's wonderful to get points that have a monetary value that can be spent on a reward, but also there's something a little bit more intrinsic in as far as the, the actual feeling of being recognized with something that is meaningful for both me as an, as an employee, but also the organization, one of the organization's core values. Um, um, of course, uh, one of the other elements that is quite motivational um, or can be quite motivational, especially if used effectively, is just the ability to run uh, incentive campaigns through Carrot. And so with an incentive campaign, it can really be based on any outcome that is measurable. Um, Carrot actually automates the payout of rewards based on the uh, thresholds that you specify for the campaign. So mm -hmm. by way of example, you could set a campaign where you say, 
So I'll, I'll stay away from, let's say, a revenue generating or a sales example. Um, I'll use uh, wellness or even uh, community engagement. So a lot of our customers want to foster uh, community engagement uh, amongst their employees, and they'll run little initiatives through uh, our campaigns feature where they'll um, you know, they'll, they'll do a campaign for the month of June, it's, you know, it's community, um, engagement month or volunteering month, you know, for every hour that you, uh, record in carrot of, um, volunteering in your community, you know, just upload a picture, record the number of hours. And for every hour you'll earn, you know, a point or five points or whatever it is. And if you hit a certain threshold, you'll also earn a little bonus of extra points. And so it's really fun because, a lot of our clients have uncovered all of these creative ways in which they can run little incentives almost continually throughout the throughout the year that are not just commercial in nature, but sometimes very um, uh, have to do with things that are also meaningful to their staff and and not just to their financial outcome, such as community engagement or wellness or or other um, types of initiatives. That's great. H- how would you say that HR managers can best make sure that their employee recognition programs align with the company's values and goals? So I think that when, so that needs to be baked into the objectives of, of your program. I think, so when rolling out a program, again, you really want, if you, if core values are at the center of your, um, of your recognition effort as they are very commonly these days and as they should be, um, then you want to orient the program around those core values. And again, the ability to visualize your core values as badges and to encourage people to include badges when they recognize a colleague. In fact, you can effectively um, have carrot require that an employee include the appropriate core value badge when recognizing a colleague such that a recognition is in effect a call out or a shout out to the fact that somebody has demonstrated a specific core value. And that then starts to create this very robust level of data in the system where you can see who's been recognized for what core value, how frequently, when, and it's almost providing sort of this ongoing it's not quite a 360 degree survey feedback view of the employee, but it's it's providing a fairly rich view of what they're being recognized for, what value they're demonstrating, and how often. And so it's a very nice way of having some analytics that you can then go back to and say, here are here is where we are strong as an organization. You know, our employees are frequently re- um feeling that they are demonstrating these value, this value here and that value there, but we're a little weak in this area. We don't see too many people recognizing one another for this value. And so it also helps um, then shine a light on where the organization may need to do a little extra work yeah. to help employees engage with some of the values that are a little harder to demonstrate on a day-to-day basis. That's great. Uh, the data anal- analytics are always, uh, you know, yeah. important in, in particular with these programs to really inform other HR initiatives and decisions and, and where to uh, lead organizations. What would you say uh, would be the top couple best practices for HR managers who are looking to implement or refresh? Uh, because you mentioned a lot of people come to you with programs already. So 
the, the, the top couple tips uh, that and best practices that you would suggest for HR managers wanting to start or refresh uh, an employee recognition program? Sure, sure. Well, I think apart from having very well-defined objectives and as far as what you'd like to achieve, one best practice that we see um, missing a lot of the time is just to have, again, that baseline in as far as what are we looking to achieve, but also how are we doing today? So an organization should have an understanding of how it, like, whether it's through an organizational NPS score or whether it's just through um, some kind of other uh, employee um, uh, survey, just to understand how people are feeling so that they have a benchmark against which they can measure the, the performance down the road. Um, they should have, um, so even if they do not have a large budget, we do still recommend that they incorporate some sort of peer-to-peer -peer recognition. It's, I won't say it's mandatory for a successful program, but democratizing the ability to recognize uh, people within an organization is a very powerful con contributor to uh, overall outcomes. And so, uh, again, there's obviously a case-by-case -case, uh, situation to be evaluated, but generally speaking, <laughs> Again, when it comes to frequency, the more you democratize the program, the more frequent the more frequent interactions people will have with the program itself, and therefore you will support just a better level of overall engagement with your recognition uh, program. So, we do encourage our customers to consider some type of peer to peer uh, deployment uh, within uh, their program, and we also, as a best practice. Even if they're not uh, planning on doing lots of contests or campaigns, they should still consider something quarterly uh, or with some reasonable degree of frequency that seeks to boost. It, think of it as just a you know like a quarterly or perhaps even like little monthly sort of just injection of extra fun into their program. Yeah. Because what you don't want is you don't want the program to just be passively managed and be sitting in the background. And if it's not on people's radar and managers and people aren't actively engaging with it regularly, then it's not going to produce an effective outcome for you. So we do, uh, apart from frequency, encourage our customers quite often to think about what can you do quarterly for the majority of your staff um, as far as running some sort of contest or a campaign initiative where people can have the opportunity to earn extra points for something special that's fun, that's maybe not tied to, um, you know, revenue generation or other uh, core performance metrics, but which helps them engage with their fellow colleagues in some sort of fun manager. And again, I just not to go back to the same examples, but community hours or wellness or or themes that we see quite uh, quite commonly in that regard, and and that really will help re-engage people who may have. You know, not been recognized for the last few weeks or the last month, and they'll be, you know, they'll be reminded. Oh, that's right, we've got this recognition program. I've been meaning to, you know, tell Bob or to tell Suzanne how great they were or how much I appreciated their help last month. I, I'm going to do that now. Yeah, you got. So you have are, to. Keep, those are a few methods which we we certainly encourage. You definitely have to keep the dust off a program. You don't want it shoved in a, a metaphorically shoved in a drawer and have dust, right. uh, you know, gather it on a. On a over a period of time. Um, 
So tell me, how, how do you keep, uh, how does uh, Carrot and yourself stay up to date with the latest trends and developments in uh, employee recognition and, and the reward space? Absolutely. Well, Carrot itself is, <laughs> if I think about how we've built and developed the software over the last number of years, it's entirely based on customer feedback. In fact, I'd say it's 80% based on customer input about what is going to make uh, up for a more efficient tool, a more desirable experience, a more engaging experience for their employees. Um, that That is an absolute majority of what guides our roadmap. Um, but a lot of it as well is um, looking at the market itself. There are a lot of other, uh, there's a lot of interesting activity in the employee engagement sphere more broadly. And so looking at how uh, the other products and services and, and programs that are now available and how that um, can inform how we think about uh, further developing Carrot. Um, and I would say just, just you know, reading about the future of work, there's, there are a lot of, um, there's a lot of interesting discussion now about what it means to work in a hybrid workplace, um, you know, as, as organizations move to a fully digital way of operating just in terms of all the tools that are now baked into an organization's processes and even increasingly within human resources and how um, human capital management is is done. Um, so I'd say a good degree of research, uh, you know, listening to our customers and uh, staying abreast of what's happening in the industry. That's great. Um, just before I forget, I, I wanted to congratulate you. I saw that, and, and there are a lot of you know services out there for rewards and recognition. But I did notice on G, on the G two platform mm -hmm. reviewing software that you just received the high performer award uh, badge for winter twenty twenty three. So that leads into my next question: What can we expect from Carrot in in the future? Yeah, well, we. <laughs> Uh, our software engineers never have a, a dull moment. I, I well, none of the team really does. You know, as a as a uh, I suppose a newer, a younger organization, there's always so much ahead of you that you're so anxious to work on. Uh, one of our biggest challenges, in fact, just is is constructing a a product roadmap that everyone can uh, feel confident that they're that we're going to be able to deliver and, and not. You know, get too far ahead of ourselves with all the amazing new bells and whistles and features and adjacent capabilities that we may wish to add. But I think I think one of the core areas that you will increasingly see from Carrot. So one of the things that we've been very focused on is integrating Carrot more and more with other tools that people are already using in the workplace, mm -hmm. whether that's Slack or Microsoft Teams. Uh, with other human resource uh, systems such that data can flow more easily between those systems in Carrot. And increasingly, we would like, so our vision is to make rewards and recognition as seamless and enjoyable as possible for both administrators and of course for employees. And part of doing that is looking for ways in which Carrot can connect to other systems. And we're still sort of Thinking about which systems uh, we may want to connect to in that regard, but whether it's learning management systems, because quite often organizations want to motivate their staff to complete different training pro uh, programs, or whether it's point of sale systems, because businesses are looking to incentivize 
their frontline staff on a more automated basis when they, you know, sell certain products and services or achieve certain sales goals or any other third party system where data is essentially being um, uh, captured um, that might relate to somebody getting a reward. So we're very actively looking at where uh, we want to integrate Carrot in the future. But uh, we're also looking at just how we can always make the software more engaging, how we can bring more rewards to the offering, how we can increase our relevance in different parts of the world. Um, and so again, it's it's an exciting stage of our journey because we're at a stage where the software is as developed as it may be. There's still so much more that we want to do um, that uh, just talking about it here, it's um, I, I, I'm reminded of two or three things that I think I want to put in our roadmap. So, yeah. Sorry, I sorry I added to your to do list this morning. That's all good. <laughs> the uh, so so do you currently have uh, like an API plugin or a Zapier connection for the platform, or is that in the pipeline? We have a we have an API that okay. we are going to be building out. Um, we have a we now have uh, in addition to our mobile apps, we have Carrot for Slack, Carrot uh, for Microsoft Teams, and. Um, we're looking at how we can, uh, again, we're looking at other products that we can integrate or build Carrot to suit or to work mm -hmm. within, but we're also looking at how we can take that API because our entire infrastructure is API based. And so it really affords us an ability to um, take that approach and provide an API capability, like a, an externally facing API capability for partners or for customers such that we can further automate their workflows. Okay. That's great. The, where, where do you see the industry going? I, I was, you know, my standard question is five to 10 years, but it could be five to 10 months because, you know, things change so quickly. Yeah. Well, I think, so there has been a, a proliferation in offerings in the engagement and recognition and reward space. And I really do see some degree of consolidation um, happening over the next few years. I think um, companies will, you know, merge or be acquired. I think there will be, uh, I think there will be uh, different players who will acquire adjacent players. Whether those are again, you know, recognition vendors acquiring maybe an LMS uh, vendor or. Uh, a performance review software vendor such that they can, you know, add those products to their product suite. Um, but effectively, as we move forward, I view vendors looking to provide a broader array of uh, products that satisfy the different needs of human resource departments or human, you know, human capital uh, departments or organizations such that they're mm -hmm. not just specializing in a single area, but rather that they're trying to provide a more holistic set of solutions uh, to engagement um, and employee performance. Great. Well, thanks so much for your uh, time this morning, Aaron. Where can people learn more about Carrot or uh, get a touch? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Carrot.com. So Q-A-R-R-O-T.com is our website. It's the best place to go to, to reach us. Um, you can you know obviously learn about the product there. And if you'd like a demo, sign up or a free trial. Uh, submit your free trial request and we'll be glad to help you out. That's great. Thanks, Aaron. Great. Thank you, Mark. 
Thanks for tuning in to The New HR. We hope this episode has given you some fresh perspectives and practical ideas for improving your workplace. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to connect with us. And before you go, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and our YouTube channel so you don't miss any episodes. Until next time.